Hey everybody, this is the moment you've all been waiting for at home. This is the recording of our live show. This was from uh, January 12th at the People's Improv Theater in beautiful New York City. New York City! Yes, old salsa reference, New York City. It was uh, it was a really good time, and uh, I want to thank everybody we met there, of course, it, uh, and also I want to thank The Pit for having us there, and Avery Monson for being our special guest. Go to Amazon and buy All My Friends Are Dead, if you haven't yet, his hilarious book, or K is for Knifeball, his new one. Um, he was just so great on the show, and really appreciated having him there. And uh, also to Scott, who's our sound guy, and who introduced us at the beginning, He's been on the show, so he's a guest, too, on the show uh, before, but he's he flew all the way to New York to run tech for us, and we couldn't have done it without him. It was such a fun show. We can't wait to do another live show. We'll let you know as soon as we can. So now I also want to take a second and do a quick shout-out. I don't know if we do shout-outs on the show normally, but I'm doing it. It's happening. You can't stop it. Um, but don't, I mean, you could. Don't, don't stop it. So I just want to say that Melina hopes that Jake is having fun in Germany, and... Apparently, they're her longtime listeners, and he just moved away, and it's a really sad and cute story, and I hope they are together again in some wonderful time and place. I don't know. Uh, but in the meantime, you can it's like, it's like how you guys are looking up at the same moon at the same time. It's like you're listening to the same podcast at the same time, and it's like you're together. That's so cute. I want to vomit. Uh, anyway, yeah, I guess if you have shout-outs, send them to us. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to do this again, but... I am honoring this first request for a shout-out if don't, approve, don't abuse the privilege. That's it for the wacky stuff. Please enjoy Read and Weep, a tribute to Samuel L. Jackson, mother, live from New York. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Put your hands together one more time, please, for Read and Weep, live! Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We are a good podcast about bad books, movies, and television. For those of you just joining us today the first time, welcome to the People's Improv Theater for our uh, first live show on the East Coast. Very exciting for us, not for you guys. Yes, thank you. We are also excited. This is also episode number 177. We have now done as many episodes as the name of a hentai video game released for the NECPC 8801 by DBSoft. <laughs> Apparently it's very popular in Japan. That's how we're starting the show, with, with the hentai. A hentai video game. It's not a movie. <laughs> it's oh, no, interactive. That's, that's okay, then. And there's a game called 177. And what... what which is the number is of tentacles. No. Uh, <laughs> speaking of things that make me uncomfortable, but also a little excited, this week we're talking about three movies featuring the third best actor of all time, Mr. Samuel L. Jackson. A hand for Samuel L., anybody? You guys like... Yeah. Yes? This is exciting. We're going to be talking about uh, two of his worst uh, reviewed movies and Snakes in a Plane. So Formula 51, also called The 51st State in the States, uh, that's the murder comedy. And then we're going to be talking about his buddy comedy with Eugene Levy, The Man, and then Snakes on a Plane, his snake comedy? <laughs> buddy comedy with snakes? I want to think of these all as buddy comedies. Uh, this week's episode, as always, is sponsored by audiblepodcast.com slash weep, where you can get a free book for signing up for a free trial, and it's sponsored by noise, and, <laughs> and of course, uh, by the fans. You can always pick a topic to sponsor, anything you like, under the sun, and we will review it. Read-weep.com slash sponsor. Let me introduce you to your panel. My name is Alex Falcone. I'm your host. Uh, you should be my internet friend on Twitter, at Alex underscore Falcone. And these are my friends uh, from San Francisco, California. It's Mr. Ezra Fox. Alex, this is my last time as a stewardess on this flight. I hope nothing weird happens, like snakes. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I like about her? She has the remarkable ability to serve drinks even when the plane is rocking yeah. and collect the trash from said drinks. She was, an said drinks. She was one experience. day from retirement and then <laughs> oh snakes. <God. laughs> it's too bad, man. This is her one last job. <laughs> also joining us on your radio left from Seattle, Washington, he's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter, Mr. Chris Smith. You know what I learned about these movies is if you're a master chemist, you put candy in bags that may turn out to just be candy in bags or cocaine. <laughs> and and uh, and then where do you put the coke? Oh, also in the bag. In candy bags. <laughs> this is the <laughs> most dangerous candy shop. <laughs> <laughs> also joining us today, our very special guest. You might remember him from episode 138, Excalibur. He's the author of the book series All My Friends Are Dead, and also the book I Feel Relatively Neutral About New York. Please welcome 
Avery Monson, everybody. Here I am. At Avery Monson on Twitter, M O N. Fucking snake, get off my dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what he would have said if he had not been screaming from the snake on his dick. Yeah, yeah. Also, you might it might have been the lesson: don't pee on a snake. Never pee on a snake. <laughs> they hate that. <laughs> Straight for the dick. The also, thing. also joining us, uh, we have our our tech master running clips and the soundboard, Mr. Scott Simon, uh, in the back. Thank you. Thank you. There are no snakes in the booth. <laughs> that I'm aware of. Well, they're sneaky. Here's the thing about the snakes, right? They don't show up till like 45 minutes in. So the first part of the movie, you're like, maybe this is just a plane movie. Yeah. But then so many snakes in the booth. <laughs> right. So, so check, it, check in with me in about 42 minutes. <laughs> Wait till Act 3. Yeah. Uh, so let's start out. We're going to talk first about the murder comedy Formula 51, uh, which is, I guess, the British title. And that's cooler, so we're going to talk about it that way. So, Chris, you are our summarizer, as always, for your freakish recall and your dulcet tones. Yes, sir. Today, I would like you to summarize this first movie in the style of a Liverpudlian. <laughs> you just wanted to say that word, didn't you? Is that a real word? Yeah. It's yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Liverpushin, but I think that's different. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. The tiny <laughs> beetles? Right. Uh, just the tiniest <laughs> little beetles. <laughs> Gulliver's Beetles travels. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So, Samuel L. Jackson, right, third greatest actor who's ever lived, plays Elmo McElroy, who got caught smoking weed right after he graduated with honors in pharmacology. So now, with his criminal past, he is a criminal master chemist. And he makes drugs put in candy bags for a creep called the Lizard, played by Meatloaf, with a horrible burn on his face. And, and they, Like he, someone he overcooked the meatloaf. <laughs> That's what he looks like. Oh. Oh. We're having fun. Okay. We're having a lot of fun here. <laughs> I just came up with that. Okay, so Samuel L. Jackson's character just invented a drug he calls Formula 51. And it'll make everybody freaking rich, because it's like cocaine and speed and E and all the other drugs rolled into one and ten times stronger, and it's awesome. Okay. Um, so wait, wait. fifty-one 50, times. Yeah, fifty-one, 51 times, times stronger. stronger. Yeah. That's where the name. Is. Fifty-one times stronger than yeah. cocaine. How would he Do measure that? <laughs> yeah. So no, it's more than fifty times stronger. It might be even fifty-one times stronger, guys. It's really powerful. But not fifty-two. I'm so high right now. I'm like fifty-one times higher than I've ever been. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so the problem is Elmo hates his boss. Right? He hates the lizard. So he flees his criminal employment, blows up the chemical lab, and goes to Liverpool to go work for somebody else who's going to give him more money. To do so, he also dons a kilt and carries golf clubs for some reason. Um, for, for no reason. <laughs> can, we, can we play a clip of his exit uh, really quick? Do you mind? The exit? Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. You you can, that? Just because first it, clip. You I, want it to be nudity. I, no, 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 no. Not, not that exit. Very, yeah. Not that oh, exit. Oh, not that. Okay. No. Uh, Spoiler alert. Uh, Scott, Scott, can you play Truly Ass Invaded for us? Absolutely. Truly Ass Invaded. Did drop? That's the lizard. Me. Overcooked meatloaf. He has invaded. The mice made it. I love that he has to listen to that on the phone. Rest in peace. <laughs> I like that. I like so much about that. <laughs> what you, we didn't say was that that was a meeting of all of the biggest drug dealers in the country, and then he blew them all up. And for some reason, the floor underneath him was full of baby dolls. <laughs> it was a doll yeah. factory. What's I'll more sinister than a doll factory? <laughs> Can we just point out the line that Meatloaf says, I'm truly ass invaded? <laughs> Which is like, what, what did they mean when they were writing that line? He's a, very, it, he's a romantic guy. That's do, you think, do you think it was like, I'm truly ass invaded? Like, what? truly ass, it means like what? very? Or it was, I am truly invaded in my ass. I think that and one. And they just didn't have the heart to tell him that he was saying it wrong. Well, I, I, I think it's that, it's that he had been invaded in the ass many other times, but he was like kind of always, always like called wolf in the ass invasion kind of thing. <laughs> and he was just trying to clarify, this is really the moment. I mean it this time, guys. I'm truly Wait, ass invaded so, this time. So this is one of those misuses of literary, literally? <laughs> like he's like, yeah. no, I'm truly ass invaded, <laughs> but not actually. Yeah. I don't know, not literally. crept up there. <laughs> it might have happened. Okay, there were some mice so that truly ass, get along with this. Um, um, the lizard hires Emily Mortimer, who plays this sniper lady, to kill anybody Elmo tries to work with. So the lizard can, like, catch him back from England. Um, 
And Elmo meets up with this guy, Felix, who's going to hook him up with a new dealer. And Emily Mortimer kills all the dealers he meets with. And everybody's dead except for, like, Felix and him. And they go on this kind of... Is she, a, is she a manic pixie assassin girl? Yeah. Yes. In leather pants. Yeah, it's, it's Which are not good assassin pants. <laughs> they creep. You gotta do some running and yeah, some yeah. sneaking. Yeah, get some sweats, actually. Yeah. There's a lot more range of motion. Yeah. I think this is a business casual kind of job. <laughs> not really moving. Where, what do you want? You're gonna kill him anyway. Yeah. But anyway, and, and it turns out Felix and her like used to date and might still like each other. But anyway, um, they find uh, this, this drug and arms merchant who wants to buy Formula 51. And the whole deal's gonna go down. Sam L. gets the money, and he's going to give the formula. So they go to the big Liverpool-Manchester United soccer match, or football match, I guess. Um, and, uh, and it all goes down, except Lizard comes in at the end, kills this dealer, who's played by Reese Ivins, who's amazing. Um, but turns out Sam L. uses chemistry, makes uh, the Lizard blow up in a huge, <laughs> bloody explosion of glory, and all the good guys get the money and run away. He created a pill yeah. that when it gets to your stomach... Your whole body explodes. Yeah. But yeah. he didn't... But secretly, the drugs were not real. No, no, no. He could that have was, made real drugs. Yeah. So here's the thing. Formula <laughs> 51, this super-duper-duper duper drug, doesn't do anything. It just responds well to the tests they use on drugs. So it's all marketing. all Right? But he mixes something else in the lizard. He actually yeah. can make a guy's body blow up. He could make 51 times coke. We said master <laughs> chemist, Alex. Yeah. What part of master chemist do you not understand? I just think, I don't know why he went for the short con of killing all the drug dealers after yeah. he got their money when he could have made the chemical and just been, I guess he would have been a drug dealer, but he's, instead he's a blower up. It's, not, it's, it's not, not fun to work, Alex. I don't know if you ever tried to work. It's not that great. You know? Cons are a lot oh, more you mean fun. work in general? Yeah, or just, like it's not drug fun. Dealing. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was just Any of I was it. contemplating a life of drug dealing. And no, that no, 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 it's not worth it. It's too but much work, hassle. No, no. You guys, no. Uh, this movie is so bad that even just you summarizing it made me angry again. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I watched this. You guys, Shit. I hated it so bad. <laughs> this is really bad. Also, uh, the your freakish recall is spoiled for the live audience, but not for people at home. <laughs> you, just, you were reading it's the okay. whole thing. No, <laughs> that's all right. Awesome. Uh, Chris's summary, everybody. Chris, hey. on summaries. So normally we start and end every show with a compliment. It's called the compliment sandwich. It's how we seem like fair and legitimate criticism. However, because we're going to co cover three movies, we're going to cut that sandwich uh, in half this way, and we're going to make it a compliment tostada. So uh, Avery, open face, open, open face. face, sure. As the guest, you have the right to go first or last in the compliment tostada. Which do you prefer? Uh, I guess I'll go first. You go first. All right. Um. This movie was so unpleasant to watch. <laughs> uh, Good the, start. I feel like the only thing that I that I actually enjoyed about it was uh, at one point they they paid such great attention to detail that in the background of a uh, of a lab scene they had monkeys in these cages and you sunk my battleship. Oh, did you want to use that? <laughs> Go for it. It's uh, about the minor characters they, are what make this film. They uh, they hired monkeys that could do backflips in the entire <laughs> the entire it's scene. Really good. If you just watch the background, there's just monkeys hey, busting flips. We, flip, we have this clip. Flip. Scott, 51 minutes, please. Monkey backflip. Oh, he's in this lab. He's being coerced to make some drugs. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> One, two, <laughs> three, four. <laughs> I can only assume that there's more flips going on <laughs> when they pan away. Where do you have that monkey, and why is he not a bigger part of your movie? Oh, God. I wish that the, the movie just took a hard turn and then just followed that monkey the rest of the time. It's all just been set up for this monkey this story. This monkey is 51 times better at doing backflips than, than an average monkey. <laughs> All right, uh, Ez, what's your major uh, compliment? Yeah, so I don't know a lot about football, um, and so it was great that they could sort of clue me into it. Uh, this is everything I learned about football I learned from, from, from this movie. And so this is, uh, uh, I guess, Rice Iphens, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Anyone? If, Reese, what? Reese what? Evans? Why would he spell that it that way? Reese <laughs> Evans, what are you doing here? <laughs> He's here from his podcast. Uh, he did a great job in the movie. <laughs> from his podcast, pronounce my name right, goddammit. it. Well, Reese Evans, uh, thank you for correcting us. And um, yeah, he he's taught me everything I need to know about football. Uh, can you please play the uh, Go Liverpool uh, clip from one thirteen fifty seven? Oh, I know what this one does. Oh, yeah. this one's. This is everything I know about uh, football from now on. This is what you have to do if you like a football team. These video clips are great podcasting. Right. <laughs> football and drugs. Perfect Saturday afternoon. Liverpool! Liverpool! Come on! 
<laughs> I, I've always admired when women store their cell phones in their bras. He wears it just for phone storage. Yeah. Doesn't even need the bra. I don't like pockets, so it makes sense. But <laughs> And it's less tacky than that, that little belt clip. Come on. Yeah, you're just uh, you're going to get robbed. Yeah. You, at least you have to like you if you're going to get robbed out of this, you get dinner first, which is nice. <laughs> for those of you at home, I guess Avery's just pointed out he's wearing a bra. Yeah, yeah he's wearing a bra. Sorry guys, yeah. that that was a spoiler. For no reason. Uh awesome, Chris, why don't you compliment? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so my compliment is actually for the lizard. Um Meatloaf's character is terrible in most of the ways, but you got to respect a boss with rules, all right? <laughs> uh you just have to know that your employees are subject to the same rules and they're dependable. It's a basic management skill. Can we see something on deal day, Scott? This guy has some serious rules about off-site lunch. I'm going to say he's got bad human relations problems, though. Well. I'm yeah. suspicious of his methods, but we'll see. Go. Do you, you have so this is oh, uh, 8.30? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah 8.30. Yeah, 8.30. Nobody goes out for something on deal day. Yeah. No, that's 8.57. Oh, you're 8.30. You're right. Sorry. Yeah, start at 8.30. Here it comes. Hey. Uh, hey. He's supposed to be here, but Elmo's not here. Now the rent, the McElroy. Maybe he went out for something. Goes out for something on deal day. Now stop your whining, get up off your ass, and go find him now. I uh, I admire that. Uh, in terms of like blackout dates, are very important to retail. <laughs> Exactly, and even to suggest that somebody would go out for something. I, I, I used to work at, a, at an Old Navy, and they had that same policy about the week before Christmas and the week after it. Shoot him in the leg if you try to take if, it if, off. I, if I could quibble, though, I guess, it's that he criticized him for being on his ass when he was just shot. You know, yeah, so yeah, it's like for he was the one that shot him. So like, you know, that's that's gravity. That's why I'm on my ass now. So it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault more than it is mine. I, I mean, that's a like a upper leg shot. That's not. I mean, you don't just shake that off. You don't walk that off, right? That's take a lap. There's a lot of important stuff. Uh, take a lap. You bleed for it. Throw some dirt on it, Alice. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> walk it off. All right. Uh, this is very clip heavy for our opening comments, but they're so fun. I want to see one clip for my compliment. I want to go to uh, uh, 10148. Scott, this is uh, 140. Is that right? 145. There you go. Uh, so every movie with Samuel L. Jackson has to have the Samuel L. Jackson speech, but this one makes the least sense of any speech he's ever given. <laughs> Take it away, Scott. 20 million, I'm not a penny less. Where's my sign? Sign? This ain't some written contract. Kind of agreement I could take you to court and sue your ass over. You fucked me on this deal. I gotta take out a contract just to get even over the goddamn contract. Now, we think we have an agreement. We think we see things the same way. Either we do or we don't. You're either in or you're out. You give me the money, I give you the formula. Are we clear? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. It sounded like he was arguing against the thing that he wanted. <laughs> yeah. The guy's like, we got a deal. And he's like, wait, we don't have a deal. We have to talk convolutedly about whether or not we have a deal. <laughs> we don't have a deal. We definitely have a deal. <laughs> You won! <laughs> if he wants to sign something, let yeah. him sign it. <laughs> so I love that I love that they forked uh, they, they forced in that speech even when it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, damn. Uh, so that's the compliment Tostada. But now if there's anything you don't like about the movie in any order, this is the normal anchor game, this is the uh, hate game today. Uh, we're just gonna go uh, put some hates in a bag and sell them overseas. What's something you didn't like about Formula fifty one? Um, you've got something on your face, I can tell. What do you Yeah, I mean the whole movie is just so terrible. <laughs> it's like uh, they really, they, they, someone who was writing this confused, uh, the idea of funny things with unpleasant things. <laughs> uh, so like, what, like shooting like, your underling in the leg? Yeah, like, like one of the big funny scenes in this movie is where Samuel L. Jackson makes a, makes a trick pill and he gives it to these skinheads. Not, the, not the blow you up trick pill, this is an it's other a different, trick pill. a different trick pill where, uh, he gives it to all these skinheads. Who, uh, why are there skinheads in the first place? Skinheads just come out of nowhere. Liverpool's a rough area. Uh, and then they just all start shitting their pants. Yeah. Like so much. We, 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 we do have the clip. I'm not uh, watching we it. We don't need it. We don't need it. Okay, well then I, can we do it? We can skip I mean, it. You don't, you don't need to see it. Just I'm trust not. us that whatever you're imagining is worse 
It's, I mean, it, it's worse than whatever you can think. Okay, yeah. well, I'm going to... I'm, I'm, here's the thing. So, so this, we have like an, a minute of shitting. No, hold on. Hold on. I'm not going to show that. But afterwards, they are all asking for toilet paper. And it's kind of... I have a hate against the too little, too late situation, I guess. Okay. So can you, can you play the too little, too late clip? Oh, God. Because they're... And, and they're really grateful for the toilet paper from the guy who just made them crap themselves entirely. How did, yeah. they, sh- how did they shit the front of their pants? <laughs> there was so much, like, up here. How did they? Oh, chemistry, man. That goes this on for is, so long. This is in England. They drive on the other side of the street. <laughs> they shit forward. They shit, All they bets shit, are up. They shit there. on the other side of the pants. Yeah. The other side of the streak. So much, exactly. So messed mm. up. That scene goes on for really long. The only pleasant part about all of that is that at one point they cut to the monkey who does who's the still who's still doing backflips. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I hate. Uh, here's something I hate. I hate. Uh, I guess they don't understand how money works, really. Uh, so we were learning about soccer earlier. Scott, will you play forty-two fifty-one one million dollars for me? Thank you, Scott. Look. There's the kill. You think you can swing that? With $20 million can swing anything. You know what I'm selling. Well, I'm not sure. 5% of whatever I get out of any deal you set up. It's a million dollars. Hell, you can buy your own goddamn stadium with that. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Have you ever built a football stadium? It's not how much it's those not costs. A million dollars. It's not what that costs. Yeah. A, a, you could, a little league stadium would cost you a million dollars. You cannot build... Maybe. <laughs> I looked this up. Uh, the The World Series Little League place get? is like five, six million. Uh, so we can get like a fifth of it. Yeah, you could get like the outfield seats. That's pretty good. <laughs> just put them somewhere. <laughs> Those are just bleachers. Yeah, I know, but I like bleachers. I mean, you get all your friends together. You watch whatever you want. Yeah, <laughs> everything's a parade now. If you set them up on the side of the road, just watching cars go by. That's the worst parade. <laughs> it's not. It's not great. It's not great. But the seats are there. You can. You can have reserved seating. <laughs> I just I hate the idea that the guy wants he wants a ticket to a football game that's happening and the guy's like build your own stadium and then I guess start your own football league and then have the teams that you're most excited about play each other tomorrow. It's not gonna work. That's a shitty deal for that guy. All he wants is tickets. And on that time scale, it's probably gonna cost more than like you know if it's gonna be tomorrow, that's gonna be more yeah, than a million dollars. Rush order for building <laughs> a football stadium and getting a Premier League also. <laughs> Um, also, that kilt just, and he's just playing golf for no reason. He's just golfing, yeah. uh, really, really well. Like that scene, he's hitting golf balls at a, a floaty thing. And he hits a it buoy. every time. Every time he's hitting a buoy, 300 yards. He's just an incredible golfer in a kilt. Of course, he's Samuel L. Jackson. Um, Is there nothing that man can't do? I don't know. I'll, I'll think of things that he can do. Uh, good use of clubs. Um, this, my, my main hate is that this is the only time that happens in the movie. He uses the clubs, but can we just say go around? He yeah. looks very Scottish. And it's sort of like Chekhov's club, so it has to go off at some point. But, well, go but to, not the golfing. Right, no, no, but going clubbing. Can you play the glowing, going clubbing clip? Isn't the number it's easier? Uh, sorry. It's okay. It w- those were the skinheads. Yeah, yeah. Those are those are racist skinheads who so it's, who. So it's okay that he yeah. assaults them. I don't like that he's really passionate about golf, but he also uses the golf clubs as weapons. They're oh, not... he should have a different set for weapons. Yeah, there's yeah. Like, there's a the, skinhead set, and then there's because those aren't going to be true anymore, right? Those are going to be sort of like uh, it's not the clean line anymore. No, that's an issue. I hate that. Okay, he's he's a bad golfer. I take it back, guys. <laughs> Uh, I, I also here's another thing I hate. We mentioned the 51 times stronger. Uh, I hate that he thinks this drug is 51 times stronger than cocaine, because I don't think there's anyone walking around on cocaine who's like, "This is 151st of what I want it to be." Right. <laughs> now. I, 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 the whole premise of this, like, if you're selling that drug, no one is gonna believe you. Like 51 times. Also, I don't know. I've never done cocaine. I'm assuming the blow you up and shit your pants are both pretty close <laughs> to what 51 times cocaine would be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doesn't sound like a I mean, don't, it just would kill you, right? Don't yeah, people, yeah, don't people die from regular cocaine? I feel like this would kill you fifty-one times more. <laughs> like, why would this be a? What are you? What's your repeat customer business like? 
everyone is dead. Even your cat has been killed like six of their whole sets. <laughs> it kills cats who have nine lives and can handle a lot of cocaine. Six times. Pretty, pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good math. <laughs> it was rough. It checks out. I don't know. It's all right. So. Yeah. yeah. Does anybody else have anything we want to say about the 51st state slash Formula 51? Now let's, let's do it. Formula 51, everybody! Oh, God. Here we are, born to be kings with a Chris, yep. please, for this time, I would like you to summarize in the style of the man himself, Samuel L. Jackson. Well, I'm not going to do that because I can't. I mean, he's the one, the only. True. But, but you, you know what? I will tell you that I will let him explain the plot of this movie. All right. Ooh. Scott, could we please see? I'm sorry. Do, 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 do. I thought that was going to get real racist for a second. <laughs> the 126.15 of Snakes on a Plane. Here is everything you need to know about this movie. Let's just get this one out of the way. Enough is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! Everybody strap in! I'm about to open some fucking windows. That's it. The plot of Snakes on a Plane, everybody! <laughs> hey! That is you know, some other shit. You don't need to worry about it. There's snakes on a plane. That's most of the movie. I, like I said, it's actually only the last third. It's mostly playing on a plane for the first yeah, two yeah. acts. God. And there is this part where there are snakes, but they only kill one person, and it's like secret snakes mm. on a plane. No one else knows about it. So as far as <sighs> you're on that plane, you're just like, this is a normal plane. You know, this would have been so much better, actually, if it was just all from the snake's perspective. Where, like, they're no, not the snakey no. cam. Where no, it was, like, no, 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 no. The snake cam is so confusing. But it's like it's a small yeah. band of snake rebels who are trying to take over this plane <laughs> and, and fly it back to South America where they're from. <laughs> It's like it's like it's like Madagascar or something like that, but for snakes, and they have yeah. to kill a lot of people to get there. Can we get Chris Rock to do one of the voices? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't remember the part of Madagascar where they killed a bunch of children. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it was deserved, but I don't know when uh, they did. We, you shouldn't have seen. You should have seen. The, did you see the third one? No. <laughs> it gets dark. It gets really dark. I also, once the snakes do show up and start killing everybody. Uh, it's still f like it's good because you've been promised the snakes, right? But also, what about all those subplots I was so interested in, like the kids flying for their first time and the couple <laughs> who's deal. yeah, the drug dealers. And Spoiler the alert: get spoiled by snakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was basically like all these people that you like and want to see what happens to them. Nothing happens to them because of the snakes. They just ruin all the plots. But no, it's it's a good thing. And if I could just jump right into compliments here, yeah. it is a good thing these snakes come because there is nothing that happens in this movie, and nothing really happens on a plane anyway. I mean, you don't really get to know anybody. You know, you just say hi. How, what do you do? And there's this one guy, the most complicated character who is not a snake in this movie, <laughs> is a hip-hop star who hates germs and uses a lot of Purell. Yeah. That, that's about as deep as it gets. And I'm really glad that the snakes came. It, who's who's uh, uh, his, uh, his posse, his grizzon.com. Yeah, yeah. One of them is played by Keenan, who's not allowed to be Keenan until the last few minutes of the movie, and then he gets to be super Keenan. He Kenan. gets so Keenan. Oh, that was really fun. <laughs> Can we play He's the starring Keenan? in his own show? That's so Keenan. <laughs> uh, quick, uh, yeah, Scott. I'd love, I'd love to see the uh, Keenan clip. Uh, I'm gonna steal that from you. Yeah, 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 go ahead. One thirty. Keenan. All right, what's up? What's up, y'all? What it is? What it is? This is your new pilot, Troy speaking. And sitting next to me is my main man, my brother from another mother, the biggest pimp that I know, Superfly Agent Flynn, ladies and gentlemen, Agent Flynn. And that's it. That's the only time. <laughs> The rest of the movie, Keenan yeah. is just a really boring character, and then the, the director was like, "Fine." <laughs> he's 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 really upbeat for having just witnessed like half of a, a you know plane full of people yeah. getting killed by yeah, snakes. Man, Forty-seven being killed by snakes. <laughs> <laughs> he been he been saving that stuff up since all that days. <laughs> <laughs> Classic Keenan. Yeah. <laughs> I also it's yeah it's like uh, all of this stuff has happened, and the best thing in the like all of this is great for him. He's like he was like the. The assistant to a rapper. Now he's the main pilot, yeah. so, which is things got better. Yeah, things got better like fast. Great, this is what that was, for. That's like, where the "It Gets Better" campaign yeah, started. After snakes attack, was sometimes you go from being a a lackey to being a pilot. So it's just there's a guy like better. holding a snake off like on his neck, just like, and it's like it gets better. And then shows Keenan as, as a pilot. It's like it doesn't get better for that guy, but for everyone else. Um, well, if maybe, I could, maybe all the snakes are actually from Keenan, who was like, I just want a promotion. 
<laughs> Snakes everywhere. That's my plan. Yeah, or else. Um, want, sound, yeah, I would love to jump in uh, more on the on this rapper. Uh, the thing I love about uh, Snakes on Plane is actually the sense of morality is pretty high. The rapper is kind of a jerk, and um, uh, he's not a great guy. And so it really it, the show does, you know, the movie does punish him for for someone that is a germaphobe. And so if you think about what's the worst thing you could come across uh, as a germaphobe. Uh, this happens. So if we go to uh, the clip, uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Grandma, um, 4301. So we get the rapper being mean and then his comeuppance right away. Okay. Okay, so... Yeah, so, so if you're a germaphobe... Uh, Dead people having sex is the thing. That's your worst nightmare? It's not great, right? If you're just expecting like a safe place to hide from snakes. It's not <laughs> yeah, if you want a safe place to hide from snakes, getting like trapped under two dead bodies that were in the middle of having sex when they got killed by snakes, it's not a win for you, you know? That's a I, bad day. I had never thought about dead people having sex, but now that's my new nightmare. <laughs> I didn't realize that was a thing I had to be afraid of. But it is. <laughs> Because they once they're if they're doing it standing up they're very tipsy that's the problem yeah. they could fall any direction so uh. away. <laughs> Avery your turn now. Uh, also I guess my compliment is uh, is also about those dead bodies uh, the, that that dead man was Tim Riggins uh, yeah, from Friday Night Lights oh. uh, in my in my I guess my favorite work of his outside of Friday Night Lights <laughs> should we watch the key scene where where he dies yeah, yeah, I yeah I I'm not I'm not going to but you guys can. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gonna look away. Um, yeah, you know what, Scott? Can we pull up this clip? I'm so sorry. Uh, snake death number two. My my favorite snake death number two. This is Tim Riggins' catalog of snake act. deaths. Yes, yeah, there are. Yeah. Chris has several favorites. <laughs> Most of this movie is just snakes killing. <laughs> Um, if you haven't seen Nudie before, you can look away. Or this is your first time. <laughs> Screw it. So doesn't this blonde girl's mother teach at Whitman? I'm serious. What, are you serious? Yeah, yeah, I think she's the daughter of a uh, Whitman. Our alma mater. Clear eyes. <laughs> Full heart. Might get bitten by snakes. Look at that Oh, this is long, guys. That's, that's what she said. Club. Oh, those were the days. <laughs> uh, so before we get to pervy old lady, uh, <laughs> here's my. This is one of my biggest problems with this movie is that the snakes are a little. Uh, they're a little rapey. Yeah. The snakes. Pretty rapey. <laughs> like there was so much body yeah. they could have gone for, and they were, like made out with his neck. And they they could have been. They could have been gentlemen about it, but no. They, no, I mean like. They were super rapey. There was like one of the guys got it on his penis. Yeah. Uh, the old there was the chubby lady who got molested uh, by the snake before it bit her while Through she the was eye. while she yeah yeah oh, it man. was they were a little <laughs> sexual the snakes more yeah. than they needed to be. Yeah. I, I didn't know that about snakes. And in case you're wondering that snakes don't normally behave like this, don't worry. There was a chemical they sprayed on something that makes the snakes behave like they're on. <laughs> don't worry. They explained yeah. it. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it was because Formula 51. Reasons, yeah. That's why the snakes are like that's that. That's why the snakes are so Yeah, rapey. 51 times more powerful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, what I want to do now for our anchor segment for this game, uh, or for this movie, for this game, I'd like to play uh, How Would You Fail to Survive mm -hmm. on a Snake-Infested Plane? As might be obvious to most of you, uh, we are not 
survivors for the most part. Like, we would not just, like, if there was a zombie apocalypse, we wouldn't just die. We would be the first zombie who was killed by the people fighting against the zombies. We're not, we're not long lasters. So we like to play this game, this recurring game of how would you fail to survive? So if you were on a plane covered in snakes, what would get you in? What would do you in? Uh, obviously besides sex in the bathroom. Well, I'll go first. I'm really shy on planes. Um, I just put in the headphones and I put down like a baseball cap and I just don't look at or talk to anybody. Yeah. So if snakes are on the plane, I've got noise canceling. I just mm. don't know. Mm. And then a snake just comes up unbeknownst to me and all of a sudden I'm dead. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you find that when you're like headphoned on on the planes, people still try to talk to you? Cause <laughs> yeah, I, I don't want water, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That seems unnecessary. Not those people. <laughs> oh, Bitch. Try to serve me. No, no, no. I'm fine. Thank no, you. No. And I think they're called stewardesses now. <laughs> Upturn the cart. <laughs> <laughs> Upright and locked position this. Wow. Uh, here's how I would fail to survive. So one thing, in order to survive on this plane, everyone had to come up with new and interesting ways to get rid of snakes. Uh, there's like a broken bottle, stabby snakes. Uh, they shoot him with the fire extinguisher. Mm-hmm. Or a taser. Uh, there's a there's taser. A, yeah, he tasers yeah. until like, apparently his taser gets tired or something. He stops <laughs> using it, which would have been helpful later. We got bored of that kind of <laughs> exactly. Yeah, It was like, ah, eh, we can do something else. Yeah. This was actually, so the, Snakes was directed by the guy who directed two of the Final Destination movies. Oh, uh, Final Destination 2 is awesome. So you can, like, this is that for Snakes. It's like how many interesting ways can Snakes kill you or be killed. Yeah. Uh, this is actually the spinoff, right? Because like, some guy was going to be on the snake plane and then gets off of it and then... This has a plan. Yeah, in Snakes... Really snake involved. In Snakes, there are no mistakes. There are no second chances. And so you just see Snakes everywhere, but you can there run away are from no them. Miss snakes. <laughs> Terrible. We're having a lot of fun here tonight. Thank you guys. It's a great podcast. <laughs> so here's what I want to say. Uh, I, I would never have come up with the uh, the idea that one of the uh, stewardesses, the guy stewardess, uh, the steward-er, I don't know. Uh, steward. 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 4406, Scott, would you Flight play? attendant, guys. Just flight or, uh, attendant. Or 4453, uh, I believe. It's 4353, there it is. Uh, microwave, please. Microwave. Go. Okay, did you notice that the button he pressed was not like Micro Cook 30? He pressed snake. What? Yeah. Did you not see that? Yeah. Well, what? Every airplane, in case of snake, hit button. There's a microwave with yeah. a snake button. He pressed it twice. He, he was did. like, snake, snake, start. <laughs> well, because one snake might not do it. <laughs> well, this is what I want to know. is like if you're manufacturing a microwave and you put a snake button on there. Like if you put a baked potato on it, it's supposed to cook it the right amount, not make it blow up. <laughs> so whoever, they had the foresight to put a snake button, but then they totally miscalibrated well, no, it. Well, no, if you pressed it, that snake should have been well done. <laughs> if you pressed it once, it would have been well cooked. If you pressed it twice, it explodes. Oh, that's that's why he pressed it twice. Or, or Samuel L. Jackson gave him a special secret pill. Right before he threw them in, snake <laughs> shat shelf and then Formula Fifty One microwave, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so that's how I would fail to survive. I never would have come up with pressing snake <laughs> on a microwave. <laughs> um, well, so I was just on a plane, and if you want to know the best movie to watch before getting on a plane, it's not this one. Uh, Is it Titanic? <laughs> yeah, because like, oh, a boat. I'm not a boat. I'll be fine. There's totally no icebergs. Safe. Yeah. Um, I probably, uh, knowing my packing habits, uh, I probably would have forgotten something. Like, I, w- I would have been fine. I would have cleared the, the whole snake-infested area, but then forgotten my headphones and had to go back to my seat. And that's when the snakes would have gotten me, because it's there the... Because you can't just let it go. No, those are nice headphones. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't, want, you don't want that bitch to talk to you. And I'll be bored, yeah. At first class, oh, man, there's nothing to do there but sleep. <laughs> Um, anyway, <laughs> um, let's go back a second. Were yeah. you just complaining about first class being boring? Yeah, no, I, I, I <laughs> it's, it's, it's like you're just waiting for the other foot to drop. You know, it's like uh, you're nice to me now. What do you want from me? <laughs> <laughs> you were the worst first class passenger. No, no, no. It's like, and but I'm just waiting for people like you know hold their hands for tips and like, just like he's like, uh huh. How much is it gonna cost me? So if I was like, here, Ezra, have some champagne. You'd oh no, be I'm like, fine. What is this? Yeah. What is uh-huh. this? No one is ever nice to me without wanting something. <laughs> It's no, it. I will not do your show. 
Everybody has a podcast? I don't know. Yeah, everyone has uh, a podcast. <laughs> the, stu- the stewardess, no, bitch, I won't do your stuff. Your podcast. <laughs> really don't think you're supposed to call them bitch anymore. Uh, <laughs> when were you supposed to call them that, Alex? <laughs> the 50s. It was that a different time. You smoked on planes. You called them bitch. I don't know. I've never been in the 50s. Uh, so, how, would I, how would I die on a plane? How would you fail yeah. to survive snakes on a on plane? On the snake plane, uh, specifically. I guess, I mean, when I take planes, usually I get a little bit nervous, so I take a sleeping pill beforehand. Uh, <laughs> so I sleep the whole time. And uh, I feel like there's a possibility that I would I would uh, reach down for my my sleeping pill and take it, only to realize that I've taken a snake. <laughs> Is it possible that? <laughs> yeah, that's how yeah, that works. I could take a the... take a snake. Yeah, take two snakes. <laughs> Call me in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> or don't. Plop plop, snake snake. <laughs> yes. Oh, what a snake it is. Yeah. Uh, on the on the plus side, if you actually did take a sne- sleeping pill, you would probably be drugged up enough that the first snake that bit you would fall asleep as well. So you would knock out at least one snake, uh, saving the, the other passengers. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Here's another thing that I would not have come up with that they do to survive, because I'm so bad at survival plans. I would also like to show you guys uh, the uh, clip at 44.55, build a wall of bags. This is Samuel's big idea when he gets bored with the taser. He always has to save everybody with his big idea. Yeah, let's see this clip. So his solution, he's like, the snakes managed to crawl from their cages through the fuselage and into the plane, but they can't get through Pillow Fort. Well, Pillow Fort, you guys. In addition to being a master chemist, he's also a master mason. <laughs> That's right. Army he, you think he was, he was spackling between yeah, those? Yeah, well, he's got a spackle. Spackle with, like, North Face parkas. <laughs> you could fill it in. I think I would have been, I would have had, that would have been my favorite part of when I was dying on the snake plane was when we were, like, building the pillow fort. <laughs> oh, by the way, also, Samuel, the carpet is lava. Stay off the carpet while you're building <laughs> Back for Also, my parents say we have to be asleep by midnight. <laughs> It would, that's good clean fun. No, that's good clean fun. <laughs> I think don't in, take a in snake a, pill to go to sleep. Yeah, in a hard time like that, it's good that they can just have some imaginative cooperative play. <laughs> <laughs> For what it's worth, also, the pillow fort totally keeps out the snakes. It does, They yeah. hate it. Well, if it's SLJ, it's a good idea, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah there's nothing that man can't do. Yeah. Now, let me ask you guys another question. Uh, so, uh, snakes on a plane. Uh, how many of you guys, by the way, I didn't ask you guys, how many of you saw this movie? Anybody? Woos? Anybody? Uh, oh, for the audience at home, claps, applause, several of you. Here's and you all saw it. Let me guess, near opening week, right? For most of you, yeah. Here's the thing about this movie you need to know now: not as good as when you went and saw it and were like, "I'm gonna love this because it's gonna be terrible." It's actually the bad kind of bad when you watch it later. <laughs> opening weekend it was really fun, but here it's terrible. But what I like is the concept of blanks on a blank. Yeah. So if you're making like things I don't like on things I don't like, <laughs> what is your what is your spinoff of this movie that's uh, Combining two things you don't like and Samuel L. Jackson, like uh, like emotional intimacy on a dentist's office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Build a pillow fort between us and the cuddles. Um, I was thinking like hangnails on a very long line. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. Because that's not fun, you know. Well, neither of those are very good. Because you're gonna be there for a while, and you probably TM line, and somebody doesn't know how to work the chair. Oh, they take so long. I I. I would watch the movie starring Samuel Jackson that is, uh, I, would, I would watch uh, Spiders on a Facebook d- gun control debate. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that movie. Guys, guys are both wrong, all right? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get these motherfucking guns. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd go with toddlers with upset stomachs in a gas station bathroom. <laughs> yeah. At least they're in the bathroom. That's yeah, a good place for them. <laughs> And the worst part of that movie is that you don't see the toddlers for the first half an hour because they're crawling around the ducting. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Who has the key? (laughs) (laughs) The toddlers come out while the two people are making love in that bathroom. Not making love, screwing. Sorry, Avery. (laughs) Screwing. (laughs) I don't want the emotional intimacy. All right. Apology accepted. (laughs) All right. And that is it for Snakes on a Plane.
Wait for it. So, I'm the guest. Are you ready? <laughs> uh, now it's time for our, uh, our advertisement. Avery, begin. This ad was required and approved by Space Shark and his popular line of Space Shark t-shirts. It's the best thing to have a shark on your chest. Wait. Hang on. It's the next best thing to having a shark on your chest. Actually, it's a lot better than that. Good one. <laughs> nice delivery. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Meanwhile, at the prestigious NYC Podfest. Ez, I can't believe you got Sam L. Jackson to show up at our, at our show. That's great. Uh, yeah, so um, about that, you might want to just lower your expectations a little bit. Sirs, Samuel L. Jackson at your service. Ta-da! What? He's a polite British man? Oh, you're too kind. That sounds nothing like Samuel L. Jackson. Well, so? Everyone in the audience can clearly see it's him. But we're... (laughs) (laughs) But, dudes, we're an audio podcast, all right? We have dozens of handfuls of fans who think it'll just be Avery Monson doing a shitty British accent. Yes, this happens on occasion where fans of my work conflate Samuel L. Jackson, the actor, with Samuel L. Jackson, the person. But the thing is, Sam, you always play exactly the same part. What can I say? I'm a very good actor. (laughs) Okay, but you can still do the promo, right? Gentlemen, I shall do my best. I'm Samuel L. Jackson, and when I'm not getting these motherfucking snakes off my motherfucking plane, I like to wear the Space Shark t-shirt. It's pure cotton and feels simply delightful on the skin. You may purchase them after the show for only $15 or from read-weep.com slash merch. Once again, I'm Samuel L. Jackson, and I like these shirts. <laughs> yes, that was totally Samuel L. Jackson. Even Marcellus Wallace wouldn't look like a bitch in those t-shirts. So uh, we will have uh, we have t-shirts that I did not bring out because I'm stupid. Uh, but uh, they're of Space Shark, our favorite recurring character on the podcast. Many of you know, uh, fan designed, and they uh, they say uh, in space, no one can hear you bleed. They're fantastic. Everybody get one. Everybody should get one. Actually, uh, no, we don't have that many. Like, three people get one. I think we have about three of them. Um, three to six people should buy a shirt. Specifically, two small people, two large people, and two very large people. You guys, my new blanks on a blank is uh, bad accents on a podcast tape. I like both of those things. Well, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, the ad, the ad for today. Uh, A short amount of remaining time. We are going to talk about the man, like Formula 51. Even if you're a Samuel Jackson fan, you might not have heard of this one. Uh, uh, one of not his best movie. Uh, Chris, I would yes. like you to uh, summarize this in the style, if you can pull this off, of a goofy white guy. Okay. Hey. All right. Uh, so Sam Jackson is the man, you guys. Uh, Eugene Levy, a dental supply salesman from Wisconsin, is in town for a conference, and he's mistaken for Sam L. Jackson at a diner by perhaps the most post-racial arms dealer ever. <laughs> Sam's a cop. This guy's a nerd, and they're partners. It's comedy. What up? Everybody got paid. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done, Chris. All right, Avery, uh, you've gone first and last. Uh, what would you like to do on this one? Compliment tostada time. Uh, I'll go. I'll go last. I'll last on this one. All right, I'm gonna go first on this one, uh, which is I like the idea of the interracial buddy comedy, uh, but uh, goofy white guy and cool black guy has been done, and there's right. a moment where this movie feels like it's gonna go into uncharted new territory. So I would like to see uh, Scott one fifteen twenty eight, if you will, please. Uh, elevator. <laughs> Buddy comedy! It's about to happen! Black guy, white guy. Asian man who doesn't want to be in the movie and doesn't get any lines. Tell me I didn't hear what I think I just heard. It's really nothing. I uh, I wouldn't worry about it. It's not. Oh, that ended weird. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. Well, it's because the next clip, uh, it goes on. For my, for my Do clip. you want to see your clip too? Yeah, absolutely. This is going to be too not watch this You guys, one? if you had just watched these movies beforehand, we could just go home. <laughs> It'd be way easier. <laughs> next time. 
all right, we'll see the second. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I like on. the idea of bringing in the Japanese businessman as like the, and now this movie is different and fun and interesting. He's really the glue that holds yeah. it. Yeah, right? could be. Silent guy. Yeah, yeah, like so, so Sam Jackson's going to teach uh, uh, some confidence mm-hmm. to Eugene Levy, and Luce, Eugene Levy's going to teach Samuel Jackson. Tact. Be a better father, I guess. Or how to, how, to, how to not digest red meat is really what, <laughs> what it's going to come down and to very Japanese shortly. And the Japanese businessman is going to teach him how to not talk on an elevator because there are strangers present. <laughs> That's the polite thing to do. Bitch, I'm trying to listen to my headphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, but let's see the continuation clip for Ezra's compliment. So, so the thing is, um, I, I care about sandwiches a lot. Um, and finally, food by far. By far. And it's great to just to see a movie where they also care about sandwich and sandwich-related questions. Can you play the next part of the clip? Did you eat lunch when you went back to the hotel? I had some lunch. What'd you have for lunch exactly? I had a sandwich. What kind of sandwich? <laughs> Steak sandwich. Potential for. Holy <laughs> shit, you rotten ass son of a bitch! <laughs> Sisters? <laughs> Quality <laughs> comedy uh, in this movie. <laughs> It, dignity, always dignity. So it's you know it's at a good point in your career where you've just walked away from a bunch of um, nuns choking on your flatulence after, after. It's a high point. People, for people actor. got paid. People got paid, Chris. Everybody got paid. That's true. All right, uh, it's Chris. Your uh, your yeah, yeah, your yeah. compliment uh, tostada. So this one has uh, Sam Jackson basically being the same character he always plays, only a little bit more so. He's all in black. He wears. A, he drives a car, kind of like the car that Denzel drove in Training Day. Um, and I just want to play a little clip because I, I love his little tirade uh, when he's trying to uh, get somebody to give him information. Again, he's an ATF agent. Can we play the uh, the first clip, the 708 clip, Scott? Somebody wiped out our vault last night. Who was it? Well, how the hell should I know? I'm going to check the front of my car. If it smells like ass, I'm going to beat you like a runaway slave. No, no, all right, all right. Jesus. <laughs> he goes places in this movie. <laughs> He was uh, he was preparing for his role in Django Unchained. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's the right face. There's no way you can't feel comfortable after that happens. I have to go wash my hands. Like, I feel, I feel weird about myself, my racial identity. It's just so a wacky comedy with Eugene uh, Levy. Can we can we do um I guess awkward racist racist moments on like I don't know uh like a rotunda? Yeah. I don't love rotundas. Oh, oh, you're going, you <laughs> oh, right, right. yeah. On For the next a movie thing. that you yeah, would not yeah. two things you don't like. Yeah, those aren't. What? Are, wait, sorry. What's you a rot- thing against rotundas? No, wait, wait. What's a rotunda? The the. Does anyone know? It's in a. It's under a dome, and it's that space where the senators hang out. Yeah. Is, is that it? Can anyone confirm from the audience? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of. I got a lot of shrug nods. They're like, yeah, but I don't know. Okay. I'm enthusiastic about your answer, but I have no idea. <laughs> well, then I'm undecided about that movie. I'll have to see more rotundas before I know whether I hate them or not. Yeah. I was a little quick to junk, that's, jump that's to the fair. fuck rotundas bandwagon. <laughs> you went straight against them without knowing what they were. <laughs> what if rotundas did something terrible to my family? You, you don't walk a mile in a rotunda shoe. I didn't yet. It's true. <laughs> Moving on. Awesome. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess. I guess what I liked about this is like, I feel like this movie, if it was played slightly differently, could be a really great psychological thriller. <laughs> like, like if Eugene Levy wasn't in it? No, no like, <laughs> Eugene, like Eugene Levy, the plot of it is that he gets confused for a criminal and then he, he ends up shoved into this terrible world where his life is threatened constantly. It's basically the plot of North by Northwest. <laughs> It's like a Hitchcock thriller. Yeah, Alternatively, yeah. if if like Samuel Jackson isn't actually real, it's also a beautiful mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or if at the end it's his birthday, it was the game starring Michael Douglas. Yeah, I really like this. Actually, the thing you just said though about him being him treating people, getting constantly treated badly. You requested this clip that I'm going to steal from you because I just want everybody to see it uh, to show uh. what a terrible police officer this guy is. Yeah. Uh, which so let's show me uh, 2742 reasonable request. I want to talk to an attorney. I get one phone call and I want to call an attorney. Let me lay your options out for you here. You can come with me as a suspect who's cooperating, or you can stay here and get married tonight. 
Uh, so j- just to be clear, the punchline of that scene was rape. <laughs> and the beginning was a very reasonable request totally for a prisoner. Reasonable. <laughs> yeah. As a side note, I really, I really like the idea that you could like put on your like acting resume, a uh, guy who was potentially going to rape Eugene Levy <laughs> as an extra. <laughs> Eugene Levy's future bride. <laughs> Can I just point out, that was a federal prison. Yeah, yeah this Those did weird. not look like federal prisoners. He was in, in, this is the ATF in Detroit, for some reason, had that holding cell. Street thugs. <laughs> that guy with the shirt, I don't know if he was alcohol or was tobacco or was firearms, but he had done something wrong. Do people still care about tobacco? I feel like that's yeah, not that, a big that deal. Yeah, that guy was probably not trying he to avoid paying sales tax on cigarettes. <laughs> yeah. That guy was selling unfiltered on the street. <laughs> <laughs> it was an issue. It was ridiculous. so weird. Uh, all right, so, so here's what I want you guys to talk to me about now. We're, uh, we're just about to wrap up. So you can talk about it from this movie or you can pull from the other ones if you need to. Uh, is there nothing Samuel L. Jackson can't do? We saw a lot of range from the, uh, the British guy buddy comedy, the American guy buddy comedy, and the snakes buddy comedy. Uh, which, uh, is there anything he cannot pull off in his career? Um, no, I mean, I want to see him as a taco sauce salesman, specifically based on this uh, clip. Can you go to Ask Sauce? I think he has a future here as well if he ever Here's wants to. Here's another time where someone made a very reasonable request of him, such as, like, I've been shot, I would like medical care, and uh, instead he gets some guff from Samuel L. Jackson. And some sauce. Yeah, use this. Taco sauce? Yes, it's a natural antiseptic. Sprinkle some of that on your ass so you don't get an infection. Yeah, well, I don't even want to know how you discovered that. So what, you keep this in your glove compartment and just splash it on a salami sandwich and then splash some on you behind? Use it or don't use it. It's yours. You got any guacamole in there? I hear it makes a great cold compress. Just put it back. All right, I'll use it. I'll use it. First aid is a very reasonable crest from a police officer who just shot you. I think that is fair, <laughs> and you should be granted that. Yeah. But, but also, can you, can you just see, he closed the sale. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the fence about it, that and he the, got the negotiation. Right, he got. Like, I he, will walk away. Yeah, he got you. the yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow. off-label taco sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um, so, the, so the ATF guy is going to be requ- uh, arrested by the FDA guy next. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris. Um, oh, Chris yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got one. Uh, there's always that weird moment where you don't know if it's going to be a handshake, a high five, or a fist bump. And it, it's a really hard human moment because you have to anticipate. It's like playing poker. Same Especially when you're the goofy white guy in an interracial buddy comedy. That's right. That's right. Always right. goes badly. So let's see Scott the clip at 117.40 because Sam Jackson solves the problem, I think. I can't even leave town now. Sorry. <laughs> well, I guess I should get going. You say goodbye to your beautiful little ballerina for me. That's his daughter. That's not a... You tell you as I said hello to. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, let's not say we did. Okie doke. (laughs) Told you I never met anyone I wasn't friends with eventually. Bye, Ben. Andy. Now, so they, Sam Jackson's solution to that was not pick one. It was pick all three. That was handshake, high five, fist bump, and then linger for like yeah. a minute. Yeah, their hands got sweaty in that lock. It was that yeah. long. I also like his like his assertiveness in relationships. He's like, not a hug. That's not what I want. Yeah. Yeah. Also, not what I need from you. Uh, Eugene Levy, a uh, little bit wrong in saying that you know he made friends with everyone because they killed several people during the course of this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they were not friends with those guys. I, <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> also, bold move on the, on the screenwriter's part, including uh, let's not and say we did. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time back then. I think it was, what year was this? 2005. It's due for a comeback. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cyclical. <laughs> also, the weird thing is, he goes, he gets, he, he can't. He says, he, we, "I can't go. I can't travel anymore." It's because the bullet lodged in his ass. This is Samuel Jackson's ass. Separate ass shooting. This, this is. Uh, we had three ass shootings, uh, and I guess it's several really a, ass snake bites in in the uh, in these three movies. And apparently, the the 44 bullet uh, sets off the metal detector, not the giant police badge he had hanging around his <laughs> neck. <laughs> He might be able to travel. I'm guessing the bullet's not the problem. Uh, that's my guess. He just doesn't like planes. 
Because of the whole snake thing. Yeah, the reason he can't travel. Is because one time he got almost killed Major by snakes. Major snakeophobia. Yeah. Warranted. Definitely. Uh, so here's something that... Uh, I'm going to steal a clip from you, Chris. Do you mind? No, no, no. So here's something that Samuel Jackson can't really do, is he can't predict the future of technology. So this is from Snakes on a Plane. Uh, this is a different time that we were in back in Snakes on a Plane time because they're trying to figure out how to talk to science, get pictures of the snakes to scientists, and they're <laughs> baffled by it. Scott, uh, will you give me snakes on a plane one hour and 45 seconds? How quickly can you do that? Nice. Bam. Okay, Doc, I got one here that's, um, I guess, brownish on top, and I'd say green on the bottom. Wait a second. Pure green or is it blue? Um, well, you know, if I had to guess, I'd say green. No, 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 teal. It's, it's a deep shade of teal. It's, it's teal, Doc. Why don't we just take a picture? Oh, sure. Let's yeah. drop it off at Jiffy Photo when we land, Einstein. Ever heard of email, dickwad? All we need is a digital camera and a computer. Yeah. Or this. It's got both. Doc, I'm going to email you some pictures, all right? So Boom! The entire Snakes on a Plane movie was just actually an ad for the BlackBerry. Yeah. <laughs> but also, guys, those cell phones are going to mess up the... the Airplane equipment. <laughs> I know. Turn that shit off for at least airplane mode. That's worth Keenan is flying the plane. He's not <laughs> using the avionics. Yeah, the, the, snake, the snake. Yeah, the snake ate through the avionics. He's just he's landing the plane on SAS mostly. Yeah. <laughs> so no matter how cool Sam is, he's uh, he can't quite predict the future of cell phone technology. <laughs> she doesn't like it so cool. I'm like, but doom. <laughs> Be impressed. What else can Sam Jackson do? Anybody? Uh, I, I don't know. Backflips. Yeah. If he could do, do backflips, yeah. I feel like he's a trip, triple threat at that point. <laughs> Ass kicking, yeah. screaming, backflips. backflips. Yeah. Is that the triple threat you that's were talking about? That's what it is, yeah. In is that not school? what triple threat means? <laughs> How would you, uh, what would your pose be, though, so you could get into any one of those three at once? Right? Because, like, cause like, I mean, the idea with a triple threat for, 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 for basketball is that you can do any, like, you can shoot, you can pass, you can dribble. Mm. So how could you get those into are the three? Yeah, pretty sure. I don't know. Sweat. What are the other? Anyone play basketball? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah know. thank you. Okay. Thumbs up for the audience. Rotunda. Is anybody rotunda? <laughs> <laughs> um, but but no? yeah. So so how would you have to look so you could be in like screaming, ass kicking, backflipping mode, where either anyone could happen at? <laughs> I guess sort of a squat. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Also, <laughs> like like a lunge, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, basically the same movie on a roller coaster. Just backflip off while screaming. And oh, a gun. easy. How would he land that? Gun one of those three? Oh, well, it's Action part of the star. ass kicking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, part of the ass kicking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he yeah. Could, he could deny a prisoner his legal rights. Is that one of the three? <laughs> <laughs> Triple threat. Quadruple <laughs> threat. Oh. <laughs> He's so many threats. My, I don't know. I've watched too many police procedurals because I'm also pissed off that there's no paperwork in any of these. Like, if you shoot a guy, you can't just get in your car and drive away and be like, well, that suspect is no longer with us. There's a lot yeah. of writing you got to yeah, do. Yeah, he ends up having to work at an elementary school like the guy from The Wire. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Which guy was that? that was Presbo? Presbo, yeah. yeah. Um, if, I could, if I could finish up. Uh, uh, Please. Because, okay, the one thing that he cannot do, he could do a lot of things. The one thing he cannot do um, is keep his clothes on, I guess, would probably be the only thing. Uh, if we go to 124 on... Formula 51. Yeah, Formula 51. This is a great yeah. way. So, so at the end of all of the Formula 51, they decide to do this cute little coda where they show you everything that's going on, uh, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson shows you everything he's got going on. This is really the only way you can ever end a movie from now on. Yeah. This is the perfect ending. An outstanding round of golf. You ain't seen nothing yet. Tell you it's the first time that's been seen on the 18th screen. Ladies and gentlemen, Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Uh, next week we're going to be talking next week uh, for those of you listening those of you here who uh, listen to the show normally next week we're going to be starting our three week mini game where each of us shows somebody a guilty pleasure so as what movie you're going to be showing us that is your guilty pleasure for the show next week we will be watching the uh, I believe 1995 Van Damme classic Time Cop yes I can't He's wait that's, that's there's some time involved yeah. 
It's a bad Excellent. Uh, for, uh, for those of you at home, uh, if you have any feedback for us, contact us at readdashweep.com slash contact. For those of you here, if you have any feedback for us, or if you'd like a Space Shark t-shirt, the bar is that way. And we will also be that way in just like three minutes after the show. We'll go hang on the bar. Please hang out with us. That would be really fun. We would love to talk to you guys all more. Can I, uh, can I play the song now? Not yet. Not yet. Okay. Oh, wait. No, before this. Play the song. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, now I was <laughs> supposed to end it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much, Chris Smith! Ezra Fox! Scott Simon! Avery Monson! AveryMonson.com to buy one of his terrific books. Uh, also, thank you to Justin and The Pit. My name is Alex Falcone. Read Deshweep.com. Enjoy the rest of your festival. Thank you so much, everybody, for coming. Thanks, everybody. Okay.